Welcome to Demand Does the Six Questions, where the same six questions can tell a unique story. I am your host, Demand, father of two, husband of one, and leader of this here Demodcast. All right, this is another solo episode. Here we are with another solo episode. I definitely need to come up with a name for these, and any ideas you have, I would greatly appreciate them, and you can send them to demonddoes at gmail.com. For now, this will be demonddoes introspection. We'll go with that, okay? Okay. It's been an up and down week. First, the ups. The last episode was recorded on my birthday, and it meant a lot to me. I'll say it again, I'm always hoping for at least an interesting interview, and it delivered. I won't say check it out because maybe you already have. I also received my first podcast swag, which was pretty damn cool. I'll say it again. Derek Ferguson, you, sir, are the man. If you're interested in high-octane action and fun, look up Derek Ferguson on Amazon and click on any of the Dylan titles. As a matter of fact, I believe, yes, I know this is true, he has his first book, Dylan and the Voice of Odin, on his website. So check that out. I'll leave that in the show notes because, frankly, it's a great read and it's a good way to get started on something new. This was a really cool one, too, and a definite surprise. I talked to Dr. Josh Smith, who you remember from episode 14, or he was also number four of the COVID Chronicles. He informed me that he has received calls from concerned parents to help their children. If you don't remember, Dr. Josh is a child psychologist, so that is pretty cool. This is an amazing development because the reason I do this is to help others, whether it's to make someone laugh, think, or take action. So. For those of you who have taken action because of the COVID uh, chronicle talks, the COVID conversation talks, I'm not going to lie. That's pretty dope. And I hope you're in a good place. If not, stop this podcast immediately and go get help. Go get professional help. Your mental health is too important. Things are crazy and you've got to take care of yourself. So please do that. Okay, here comes the bad. Okay, so in Wisconsin, Jacob Blake was shot in the back seven times by the police. Seven. Seven. I haven't watched the video because I'm tired of watching black people get murdered. I know what I'm going into. I know what I'm getting into when I walk out of the house every day. It frightens me that there's a day that I could come and some asshole's going to try to take me from my children. But of course, you know, we do have stable leadership. Oh, oh, wait, wait, my bad. Of course, the occupant wants to send in the National Guard to deal with the peaceful protesters instead of the violent-ass cops. Oh, yeah, by the way, Jonathan Mattingly, Brett Hankinson... Hankinson, whatever the fuck his name is, and Miles Cosgroves are murderers and still walking free. Personally, I've had a rough go since then as well. I'm aware that at my best, I can be fun, engaging, and pretty observant, and also humble. Some will say smart, but to me, it's more of looking at all the different angles of a situation, especially if I'm not directly involved. If I am, well, episodes like this happen. One thing I know about myself is that I can be a bit much. I can be really tough to get along with. 
unless I specifically have a goal in mind, I'm not too terribly social with too many people at once. If you don't believe me, check out some episodes, especially the early episodes of Common Conversations. You'll see what I'm talking about. I just hate large gatherings. Here's an example. My daughter's third or fourth birthday party, I'm not 100% sure which one, but it was at our house, and it was supposed to be an open house, so we planned on people coming and going. Well, people stayed. Yep, they just kept coming by and staying. It's my daughter's birthday, so I'm not like, so it's not like I'm pulling them arms like, get the stepping. But it was nerve-wracking. It got so bad that I literally stood in the kitchen, leaned up against the counter, and just stood there watching the mass of people around me. And one of my best besties, is that even, do people even say that anymore? I don't know, whatever. Anyway, one of my besties who just got married, shout out to my girl Shelby. God bless her. She just stood next to me and just kept talking to me. She saw how freaked out I was. And those types of moments, those points of observation by other people are, are always appreciated. As a matter of fact, nearly everyone that came stayed until the very end and then went out to eat. Thankfully, I've been married long enough that my loving wife made sure I knew she was okay with me staying home. Now, what brought that all up? I had a couple of interactions that I've been dwelling on in the last couple weeks. One of them was with Common Conversations and fellow Oddfella, that's a little redundant, Miguel Hampton. For more on Miguel Hampton, entrepreneur, check out episode two. I mentioned an idea that I had, and I immediately was asked a series of rapid-fire questions to elicit answers and and ways to move forward. That's how Miguel operates. I had two issues with this. One, I was not necessarily ready or researched enough in the topic to engage the way he does because I have too many instances where I just said what was top of mind and it caused problems. If I don't have an answer, I won't say anything, it'll be vague, or if it's a conflict, I'll probably just back up. I'm either all in or all out. If I'm not sure, I don't say much. If I am, tape them up because I'm coming with verbal kill shots. Number two, when I finally froze, I just said, sometimes I just say stuff to make sure the thought makes sense and I'm not crazy. To his credit, Miguel respected it. I talk to myself out loud nearly every day and sometimes in this microphone. Sometimes a conversation I'm having with someone is basically them standing there while I sort it out. It's the way my mind works and... I'm not going to be ashamed of it anymore, but I will do my best to mention it when I'm doing it. I've always felt like an outsider. I'm not 100% sure where it comes from. I just know that it's there. I'm sure someone is listening to this and saying, I just need to change my mindset or whatever. And there may be some truth to that. There's also being true to who you are and understand your strengths and weaknesses, which I'm always searching for better understanding. Well, I've always been searching, learning, and creating meaning in my life. My whole life has been a series of pursuits that interest me. One of them has been understanding myself. I've dabbled in metaphysics. The self-help books I read have more to do with mindset than finances or goal setting. I also do weird things like numerology, astrology, and took the Myers-Briggs test. Do any of these tests have all the answers? No. I do think they can be pieces of the puzzle to help us make sense of this chaotic world. In the course of doing the script for this show, I've been distracted multiple times by stuff that doesn't matter like cleaning out unneeded and blank documents from a virtual stack of Word documents. What does that have to do with anything? ADHD! It's taken me a long time to understand that my 
brain just works differently. I found all this stuff out as an adult. And when I mentioned this to a couple of lifelong friends, they just looked at me like I just said I discovered water was wet. This is just some of the things that have been on my mind lately, and I just thought I'd share. I hope it helps somebody out there. Now, if you have any suggestions on interview subject or specific guests or subjects to talk about, please contact me at demondoes, all one word, at gmail.com. If you have any comments or helpful suggestions, send them along too. And don't forget, find me on the internet. I am on Instagram. I am on Facebook. I am on the Twitter machine, a.k.a. Twitter, under demondoes, all one word. Just stay safe, and until next time, see it, hear it, speak it, live.